Welcome to the Anti-Bullying 101 Podcast. My name is Jim Burns and we're here to discuss a variety of topics. Bullying is the big one, but right now many people are experiencing a host of other problems. Domestic violence, workplace bullying, cyberbullying, and family bullying. People are angry and bitter and just don't realize that there is a choice and it can be just as easy to develop love, joy, and peace as it is to be angry and vengeful. This podcast is designed for anyone who wants to have a more vibrant life and to offer some ideas on how to balance the physical, the mental, the emotional, and spiritual areas of their life. But we are Anti-Bullying 101 So it's truly my hope that we can help everyone live a life without the fear of harassment, intimidation, and bullying. Well, welcome once again to the podcast, everybody. My name is Jim Burns, and over the course of the last five years, I've brought you episodes on Anti-Bullying 101 that have dealt with a variety of topics that were predominantly about bullying. And bullying, as you know, is an epidemic in our society, along with many other problems that threaten the welfare of others. Behaviors like random shootings in schools, stores, and other public places, along with the worry that someone will take their own life because of some form of harassment, intimidation, or bullying, are all too common. And we're beginning to experience what I call the new norm. A norm that I believe we would all be better off without. Children today are not held accountable for disrespect and irresponsibility, and they become protected by parents who become the nightmare that teachers and administrators fear the most. Those parents become the ones with the loudest voice and those that argue for the weakness of their child, perpetuating the problem, creating an adult that only outside agencies like law enforcement will be able to manage in the future. My belief is that the issues that we face as a society are the symptoms, not the root problem. Now, we could pour money into the mental health industry if we like, or we can start to take a look at the consequences of an unbalanced life. A life in balance is one that addresses four key areas, the physical, the mental, the social and emotional, and the spiritual. Now, this year... I'm going to be changing the formatting of Anti-Bullying 101 just a bit, and we'll be looking at ways to help get a society healthy by addressing the four dimensions mentioned. 
we need to treat the whole person if, in fact, we're going to create a safer and more loving home and school climate. A climate that I believe will translate into a safer society for all. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Well, hi again, everybody. You know, when you think about some of the uh, um, the basics that are out there in terms of dealing with a person's physical and mental health and their social, social and emotional well-being and their spiritual health, in reality, it's very easy to do if you invest the time in doing certain things. Now, I've just gotten through with quadruple bypass surgery. And I have discovered that it's the small things that I need to do in order to speed my recovery. And we often, you know, we we don't realize that by not doing these things for years, maybe, has placed us in the position that we are right now. We're debilitated. We may be overweight. We may be overextended. We may have high blood pressure. We could be in a position that I'm in right now. And I, myself, did everything I could to take good care of myself. Very good care of myself. I walked, I jumped rope, I weightlifted. My diet wasn't that bad, but I made one mistake in my 40s for a few years where I became a very, very heavy smoker. And that smoking created such inflammation in my arteries that it attracted calcium, and therein lied my biggest problem. I was developing at a young age hardening of the arteries, which were becoming blocked. One mistake, I ended up 20 years later with quadruple bypass surgery. And the doctor told me I didn't have a heart attack, He told me that you got all new pipes, you're going to be in great shape, it's going to take you three months to get back to where you were, I'm already feeling better, walking more and, you know, trying to stay, and I always walked, but I'm walking now and I'm increasing my my, um, distance and so on. You're living with a scar in the middle of your chest right now that is as sore as you could ever imagine. And my leg, where they had taken arteries out to use in the grafting process, also hurt. But if you want to live a life that's out of balance, I thought I was in balance, but I wasn't. Now, I did exercise, read, 
socially interact, do wonderful things. I had a, I had a spiritual connection. I had all of the above. But anytime anything gets out of balance, and in the case of smoking, there is no balance because the facts are in. If you smoke, you're going to die. And sometimes we can get out of balance in one area and it can put us in a position where we're flat on our back. And it could mean we overworked. It could mean we overplayed. Whatever it is, if it's out of balance, it's going to get you. And I've looked at some of the literature out there, just in terms of mental health and things that you can do that will help you stay healthy uh, physically and otherwise. And they're not hard. They are not hard. Simple things. And I'm just going to share a few with you today so that you have an idea about what I'm talking about. And just think about them for a minute and say, whoa, look at this. It's so easy to do. Try, like one thing. Everybody says, I need to relax. Well, how do you relax? You have to discover the one thing that will help you relax. That's what you need to know. Now, some people use meditation. Some people meditate. Some people pray. Some people use nature. Some people uh, do yoga. Some people do a lot of things. But here's my point. Relaxation comes when you understand your responsibilities. Because when you're thinking about trying to relax, when you think of the opposite of relaxed, you're tense and you're what? You're worried. You're worried. You know, there's a biblical verse and it's, it's three words. It says, pray without ceasing. You know why? Because if we're praying, guess what we're not doing? We're not worrying. So, in my estimation, if you spend more time thinking on things that are kind and true and respectful and caring and loving and try to see the good that's out there in everything... And when you understand that you are not responsible for your 40-year-old children, that they'll make it regardless of how it looks right now, you then will have a greater opportunity for relaxation. Because to me, the opposite of relaxation is worrying. You can't have both. Good and evil can't occupy the same mind. You can't say, I'm going to relax and sit there and worry. It's not working. It's not working. So, relaxation. Relaxation. It starts in your head. It starts in your head. And just be aware of it. Be aware of it. Here's another piece that I picked up. And this is practice gratitude. 
gratitude. You know, when you make a list, and in the list you put down all the things that you have, you'll discover just how grateful you really are. Just how grateful you really are. And what you want to do is you want to focus. You want to focus on the things that you have that you've gotten either by earning them or because of God's grace or because of the um, because of help from other people. We need to be grateful for the people that have been placed in our life, grateful for the the opportunities that have been placed in our life. And we need to look at everything around us as something that was just given. When we're grateful, we are grateful for our health, our mind, our ability to work. We don't need a yacht. You don't need a Ferrari. You don't need some of the... You want them, and they are great things to work for. But the bottom line is, it's not what you... It's not what you want, it's what you need. And if you have the very basics in life... As an example, I worked for 30 years... 30 years in education. And I reaped the benefit of uh, those 30 years in the, um, the acquisition of a very good pension and lifetime health benefits. Now, I worked for those 30 years to get what I have. Many people do not have the benefits that I have. But the bottom line is, okay, I am grateful that God gave me two strong legs and a strong heart and a body and a mind to be able to go out to work every day. So, be grateful. Be grateful. Another, another interesting piece here that I'd like to share is this one. And it's amazing how many of these just happen to fall into the categories of the physical, mental, social, emotional, and the spiritual. I'm sick, right? Or I'm supposed to be. They tell me I'm sick, but I don't want to admit it. So I'm supposed to rest more. Sleep more. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's what I'm supposed to do. And I've always had a habit of getting up at 6 in the morning, 5 in the morning. You know, it's not bad. It's a good thing. But if you go to bed at midnight, you're only getting 5 hours. It's not, not that great. So, more recently, even before I had my bypass, I decided that I was going to sleep longer. And I started sleep until, May, instead of getting up at 6, I got up at 8. And I felt a lot better, and I didn't need 
a nap in the afternoon. And I was able to accomplish a bit more. Now, I still, at times, will get up early. Especially if I go to bed early. Like, even right now, I went to bed last night at 8 o'clock. By 6 o'clock, I was slept out. So I did get up, but I had 10 hours of sleep. And if you try going without sleep, you're, you're running, you're, you're basically running your, your body on a battery that's about 12 or 15, maybe 20% all day long. And everything is exhausting. You get frustrated. You get short with people. You're tired. You uh, are cranky grouchy, people don't know what's wrong with you, and you don't even understand what happened. All it took was a little more sleep. Couple more for you. And these these are, and some of this stuff came from, um, let's see, uh, it's CNET, Seven Habits to Help Improve Your Mental Health. And there was another one. I have it here. And this was 12 Habits. So you got 7, 12. I mean, it's different things. So this isn't anything that, that I created. It's something that I've preached and someone else is writing about it right now. And here's the... The other big one, walk more, walk more, just walking, boosts your physical and mental health beyond measure, 30 minutes, that's all it takes, it boosts your immune system, reduces joint pain, makes it easier to maintain healthy body weight, and any exercise at all you could do when you're at work just get up from your desk and walk around the building once or twice and come back and sit down you could at your desk get up and do 20 squats two or three times a day and sit down by the way the interesting thing was, to give you an idea, when I was getting ready to go to the hospital the day before, I was in the middle of a 30-day squat challenge, and I was up to 100 squats a day. And the last thing I did before I went to the hospital was I walked 30 minutes, and that's how I knew I had to go to the hospital. So the the idea is... Physical activity is not going to hurt your heart. It's going to strengthen your heart. And the, the idea that I walked and jumped, roped, uh, jumped rope for the year before, I almost trained for a quadruple bypass. And that's something that's very interesting because my heart carved all kinds of collateral little arteries that helped bring it bring itself blood so I didn't have a heart attack and I'm just going to give you one more here I mean there's a lot of stuff that you can do drink more water 
lay low on the booze. Of course, don't smoke. You know, stay away from people that get under your skin. And you know what, though? Let me explain this to you. If people get under your skin, what you want to do is evaluate why they're getting under your skin. That's the big thing. Why is it bothering you? And when you figure that out, they won't get under your skin. Most of the time, people get under your skin because they do things that remind you of someone else. Or they do things that remind you of yourself and you happen to be self-loathing, so you don't like them. So try and evaluate that. But toxic people, people that spread rumors and gossip and, and are always giving people a hard time, you don't need them in your life. You could cut them off in two seconds and be far happier and don't feel guilty about doing it. You're protecting your own mental and physical health. Last one, and you could teach your kids that one too. Read for 30 minutes. Read for 30 minutes. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. The bottom line is, if you can sit with a book, and I don't care if it's on Kindle or you're using your Nook or whatever the heck you're doing, you know, spend time reading. Just read. And for some people, that's hard to do. You know, we could get the conclusion to any story, to any movie, to any book. All you got to do is go online and look it up. The issue remains is that by doing that, we don't read for 30 minutes. We just basically get the information that we need. Reading's good. Reading is good. It's a very good thing. Kids don't do enough of it in school anymore. Kids don't do enough of writing in school anymore because everything is done off of a computer. They read off of a computer screen. Rarely do you, they come home with a book that they have to have read and do book reports and other things. And intergenerationally, we are losing that in our society. You don't have to have a love of reading, but it has to be one of the little pieces that you include in that balanced package that help that helps you become a better person, become your personal best, which is what you should be striving for. Now, when you look at all of this, you say to yourself, well, Jim, this is Anti-Bullying 101. Well, yeah, I, I know what the podcast is. I know what the podcast is. But in reality, folks, healthy people don't bully others. They don't. Healthy people like themselves. Healthy people have a good self-esteem. Healthy people know how to interact. Healthy people have empathy. And by healthy, I mean healthy physically, mentally, socially and emotionally and spiritually. That's what I'm talking about. And the bottom line is, and may I say this, 
those four dimensions that I speak about are not Jim Burns's creation. If you want to read much more deeply about being a your your personal best and an effective person, read Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Those four dimensions were included in the back end of that book. And in reality, okay, they got lost in the sauce. And I've used them over the course of, of many years because I believe the value in what he was speaking about. And if you want to even go deeper, you can see where Stephen Covey came from and read more about Napoleon Hill in terms of being an effective person and a healthy and balanced person. But people who have good mental health and physical health and spiritual health and emotional health have learned how to master themselves And they have learned that once they have that mastery, then whatever comes their way in terms of a crummy personality in the form of their boss or a crying kid or anything, they can see things from someone else's perspective. They have greater understanding. And it's all because they are healthy and they will not bully. Oftentimes, if you have a boss who's out of balance and stressed out, the first indication of it will be is he'll be bullying somebody, or he won't know how to lead, or he hasn't mastered himself. So, in order to prevent, stop, and let's put an end to this bullying epidemic, what we need to do is get an entire nation healthy. And we can start with ourselves individually. You can take the course. I'll put it up as part of my, as part of the link, as the link in the episode description on having a balanced life. Stress management through balance. I'm going to put that up uh, in the uh, episode description. Also, I am striving to spend more time with podcasting. I need your help. There is a support button right on the homepage of my podcast. Please click it, support it. 99 cents a month. 499, 199, whatever you can do. It will help sustain this podcast. And it's something that will help improve content and give me a broader reach in terms of 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 that content and maybe a broader reach to other people who really want to make some changes in their life. My name is Jim Burns, and I'm grateful to be with you. 
feeling good, working on it, and we'll be jumping rope by the summer, I hope. I wish you all great health. I, I wish you all the, the peace that we all need. I wish you all the understanding of stress and the understanding of keeping life in balance. It is an absolutely gorgeous day here in New Jersey right now. And guess what I'm going to do? My wife just called and she said to me, the people that I've needed to see, because she works uh, helping developmentally delayed folks, uh, the people that she needed to see weren't there. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. So I thought I was going to see her at 3. I'm now going to see her around noon. And the two of us are going to go for a walk together. You want to talk about the beauty? And boy, I tell you, I couldn't love my wife any more than I do. But I wish I could. Because she is a beauty. And she sticks with me no matter what. So I am grateful for a good wife. Grateful for my children. And very, and very grateful. Very grateful that I'm vertical right now and I'm and I'm and my health is improving. God bless you all. I hope you have a great day. It's Monday, February 6th, 2023. I'm going to try and get back at you again this week. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.